in this age of coming, the defects have increased. People whose minds are restless, they are unable to focus. The environment has become polluted. The ingredients that we ingest are also polluted and impure. People's health has deteriorated. Their lifespan has reduced. Hypocrisy and cheating have got enhanced. In this age of culture, what is the means for welfare? eighty-eight-thousand sages gathered. A hundred years of Kalyug had gone by. So you can say this is about 4,900 years old episode. These sages selected Sutta Goswami as their Vyas, as their Guru. And he sat on the high Singhasan. The sages were led by a person called Shaunak Rishi. Shaunak Rishi addressed Sutaji. He said, Gurudev, in this age of Kali, the defects have increased. People's minds are restless. They are unable to focus. The environment has become polluted. The ingredients that we ingest are also polluted and impure. People's health has deteriorated. Their lifespan has reduced. Hypocrisy and cheating propensities have got enhanced. In this age of Kalipo's age, what is the means for welfare? This is our first question. They asked Sutaji six questions. The first question, in the age of Kali, how will we attain welfare? Second question, there are so many Vedic scriptures. What is the essence of all the Vedic scriptures? Please illumine us. We are eager to hear the truth. Third question. Why did the Supreme Lord of the universe, Sri Krishna Chandra Bhagavan, descend as an avatar on our planet Earth? Fourth question. Now that Sri Krishna descended, what are the divine pastimes that he performed? Please describe his leelas. Fifth question. Who are the other avatars of the Supreme Lord? And sixth question. 
after Sri Krishna closed his pastimes and departed to the divine abode. Where did dharma, righteousness, take shelter? See what beautiful questions have been placed right at the beginning of Sriman Bhagavad. So before I go into the answer, let me tell you something about this. The Bhagavad is not chronologically arranged. The events are not in a historical sequence. They are arranged in a sequence of knowledge for enlightenment. So Nir Vyas in his divine sagacity, perspicacity and wisdom has arranged this knowledge in such a sequence that he takes the listener, the reader on a journey towards God-realization. Keep that in mind as we go through. Now Sutaji, when he heard those questions, he was delighted. He said, there are so many topics that can be discussed. For example, in today's context, what is the score in the IPL match and who won the World Cup and what was the latest statement by so-and-so politician. There is no dearth of topics that can be discussed. But the questions that you have asked are so important. I am delighted to expound on them. Sutaji forgot to do the Mangalacharan. That is why Sutaji's Mangalacharan is at the absolute end of the Srimad Bhagavatam. He began speaking right away. He said, why waste time? He concurred with the Shaunakadic sages and said, what you have said about this age of Kali is very correct. It is an ocean of faults and all of us out of our lifetime experience will agree there is no shortage of faults around in the world. However, O sages, the means for salvation. Savai pumsa paro dharmo yato bhaktila dhokshade the Param Dharma, the ultimate Dharma, the ultimate duty is to engage in Bhakti, devotion to God. So he says that this is the means of salvation, love for God. You don't need to bother about Kundalini, Jagran or Pratap meditation, etc, etc. Just learn to love God. Keep it simple. But he says, he qualifies that devotion. Ahaituki and Avyavahita. It should be such devotion that is without a cause. In other words, just love God because He is lovable and don't ask for anything in return. And Avyavahita, don't let your devotion get interrupted. Throughout your waking time, 
Keep your mind absorbed in thoughts of God and do everything in loving devotion to Him. The first question is answered. The means of salvation is such kind of devotion which is selfless and uninterrupted. Second question was, does anybody remember? I'm just checking. <laughs> there are so many scriptures. What is the essence of the knowledge that is presented by these scriptures? Oh, he answers. The aim of all the scriptures is to take you to God. And everything else is intermediate. You see, sometimes God is like a bitter pill. Our intellect. I don't want to believe in God. Science, that is all right. So the Vedas say, all right, just like a medicine has got sugar coating, so they give all kinds of things. But the ultimate destination is God. Sri Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, by all the Vedas, I am to be known. So, the Pratipadya Tattva, the propounded principle of all the scriptures is that one Advaigyan Tattva. He calls that supreme divine entity here Advaigyan Tattva, one without a second. And he says that Advaigyan manifests in the world in three ways. Brahma, Paramatma and Bhagavan. You may say Brahma, Paramatma, Bhagavan. They are all synonyms for God. No, the symptoms are different. That manifestation of God, which is all pervading in the world, everywhere, he is Ghat Ghatvasi. That is called Brahma, or in English nowadays it is called Brahman. That manifestation of God who sits in everybody's hearts, who notes our karmas, keeps an account, and at the appropriate moment gives the fruits. The Lord sitting inside each and every one of us, He is called. Paramatma. And when he descends in his personal form and performs pastimes, then we call him Bhagavan. So they are not three different gods, they are three manifestations of the one God. Now, the third question. Why did Lord Krishna descend in the world? He answers this. Shrinvatam Swakatham Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtanaha 
the virtues of god which is bhakti the lord krishna descended and did such pastimes by remembering which by meditating upon which the soul can take the mind to him the reason for his avatar was to provide us all with a platform of bhakti Suppose if he had not taken avatar, how would we know of his form? How would we know of his name? We would then only have the formless to meditate upon, and meditation on the formless is difficult. So to make it easy for us, he took the avatar. Having taken the avatar, what leelas did Lord Krishna do? He says, these are going to be described throughout the Bhagavad So he doesn't answer it there. Fifth question, what were the other avatars of God? So he says, Shavnakade, listen, I will tell you. In this day of Brahma, in this cult, the first avatar was the four Kumaharas. These were Sanat, Sanatan, Sanat, Sanandar. They remained in the childhood form, the Brahmacharya Avastha, and they practiced absorption in the Supreme Brahman. They established an ideal for the others. The second avatar was Varaha avatar. When God descended in the form of a boar, the earth had been moved out of its orbit. So he retrieved it and placed it back in its orbit. The third avatar was the celestial sage Narada, who preaches in the celestial abodes the art of bhakti. The fourth avatar was Nar and Narayan, God in the form of Nar Narayan, who live in Madrikashram and practice austerities and inspire everybody else on the path of detachment, austerity, and renunciation. The fifth avatar was of Devahuti Putra Maharshi Kapil who propounded the Samkhya Darshan of philosophy. The next avatar was of Dattatreya, Abadhut. He was a renounced Abadhut. You know, in India, there are lakhs, hundreds of thousands of Babas who are fully detached living in the forest. What is the means for them? 
to illumine them on the path for welfare god descended as the patriarch and established the avadhu dharma the next avatar was of rishabdev rishabdev is worshiped by the jains as well as the first of the 24 peers hunkers he is mentioned in the shrimad bhagavat mahapurana as an avatar of god There was the avatar of Yagya Bhagavan. Yagya was the son of Akuti and Ruchi and he showed how to worship God by performing fire sacrifices because there are people who are by sanskars inclined towards them. The next avatar was of King Prithu where god descended as a king and he made the earth more inhabitable the next avatar was matsya bhagavan when the vedas had fallen into the garudakas ocean as a fish he retrieved them the next avatar happened during the time of the churning of the ocean the kshira sagar the ocean up there in the celestial abodes three avatars took place in that leela the first was purma bhagavan when he descended as a tortoise upon which the rod was placed the churning rod the second was dhanvantari bhagavan when god descended as dhanvantari and he had the pot of nectar which he bestowed to the celestial gods and he also expounded the medical science to help people remain healthy after that the third avatar was of mohini mohini was the one who took the nectar and mohini was the one who gave the nectar to the celestial gods the next avatar was of nrsing Lord Nrsing, he saved Pralav, and he killed the demon king Hiranyakashipu. After that came the Lord in the form of Vaman. Vaman Bhagwan, he took everything from Bali Raja and bestowed his blessings upon him. After that the next avatar was Parshuram when the administrative class the kshatriyas had become too oppressive and tyrannical and dictatorial Parshuram he rid the earth of these kshatriyas after that god descended as vedavyas the literary incarnation who wrote down all these scriptures for the benefit of human kind and the next avatar was in the form of raghunath raja ram dashrath nandan after that god came as balaram rohini putra balaram and then as lord krishna and then he says oh shankarik listen in future god will descend as the buddha 
Now remember, the Srimad Bhagavad is almost 5,000 years old and the Buddha came 2,500 years old, right? So it is written before the Buddha. He says that God will descend as the Buddha and at the end of the age of Kali, he will come in the form of Kalki. Fifth question answered. Sixth question. Now that Sri Krishna has wrapped up his divine Leelas and has departed to his divine abode Golok, where has Dharma taken shelter? He says, after Sri Krishna, the Dharma has taken shelter of the Srimad Bhagavat Mahapuran, which has arisen like the sun to illumine people in this age of Kali. The Shavnakadik sages were extremely gratifying by the knowledge. They said, thank you Gurudev for illumining us with this wisdom. But this Srimad Bhagavat, where did you get it from? Sutiji said, I got it from my Guru Shukadev. From Shukadev? But Shukadev was a renounced sage. Shukadev would reside in a Grihasti householder's place only for so long as it took to milk the cow. When he would go for bhiksha, he would stop at the householder's place. The householder would make the cow, give him the milk, Shukadev would take it and go off on his way. That renounced Shukadev. Where did he hear the Bhagavad from? He heard it from his father and Guru Vedavyas. And how did Vedavyas get it, O oh, Gurudev? Tell us the story of Vedavyas, of Shukadev, and Vedavyas and Guru Narad. The now Sutaji relates that story. He says the great Maharshi Vedavyas. He wrote all the scriptures down. And having written down the four Vedas, the Mahabharat of a hundred thousand verses, which included the Bhagavad Gita, the Vedanta or Brahma Sutra, and the 17 Puranas. Brahma Puran, Brahman Puran, Brahma Vaivartat Puran, Shiv Puran, Skam Puran, Ling Puran, Surya Puran, Agni Puran, Vayu Puran, Markandeya Puran, Varaha Puran, Garud Puran, Padma Puran, Vishnu Puran, etc. He still felt discontented. He felt as if he has not reached home. So he says, Urdu Bahu Mirokmyatra Nachakaschinshino Dime Dharma Dathascha Kamascha Sakimartham Nasevyate. I am lifting my arms and screaming, O souls, practice all this Dharma Arch Kam Moksha. 
why is it that people's hearts are not getting touched what is the shortage in all that i have written so he started thinking kimva bhago ta dharma na prayena nirupita priya parmahatsanam deva yachata priya is it that the bhagavat dharma pure unalloyed selfless devotion which is so dear to the great sages i have not touched upon that topic as yet and that time narad ji came the celestial sage narad he knows the minds of people and he saw that vedvyas is in a quandary a spiritual dilemma so to help him narad ji manifested and said vedvyas what is the matter why are you so sad vedvyas said gurudev i have tried my best i have written my heart out and yet people's hearts are not getting moved what is the shortage narad said vedvyas ji you taught people how to practice karma kaand to fulfill material desires you explained the drive knowledge etc but you now need to write the scripture that talks about nishkam bhakti narad said vedvyas ji let me share with you my own past life spiritual journey past to past life i was a gandharva a celestial angel when i got cursed and in my last life i was born as a dasi putra the son of a maid servant my mother was serving in a nice brahman's house to get the job of your choice is a blessing to get a good spouse is a blessing so my mother when she was serving they were very pious people once some sages came to reside in that house and observed chaturmas chaturmas are the four monsoon months in india now the monsoon comes as a big relief from the summer but also it paralyzes things those rains and the sages the sanyasis the sadhus the rule for them is keep moving don't stay in one place or you get attached but for these four monsoon months even the sadhus in india they used to reside in one place that is called the observance of the chaturmas these mahatmas they observed chaturmas in that place and every day they would do krishna katha they would discuss the past times of the lord and devotional topics i was a little boy at that time i would sit and listen to them spell bound i felt so much interest in their topics of discussion 
they blessed me for my interest in spirituality when they would eat the remnants that were left in the plate they would offer it to me go eat it and clean the remnants from the plate of those great mahatmas chaitanya mahaprabhu says bhakta pad bhuli bhakta pad jal bhakta bhukta avashesh tin mahabal the dust of the lotus feet of a devotee the water that has washed them and the remnants on their plate aitin seva hoyte krishna prem pai krishna prem pai tobe krishna nikot jay chaitanya mahaprabhu says by serving these you get krishna bhakti now unknowingly i was listening to their satsang and taking that remnant they blessed me with bhakti when the four months got over these mahatmas they departed and when they left it felt to me as if my life heirs had departed the treasure of my life the thing i valued beyond everything had suddenly left i was in a quandary what should be done but god had different plans my mother was walking outside in the dark and a snake bit her she became sarpadrasht and passed away when my mother was no more i had no attachment left to that place i just departed myself so narad says i went to a holy place and sat down in meditation and the result was that lord krishna actually manifested in my meditation for 5 minutes i was seeing god in my dhyan i was experiencing the infinite bliss of union with god and all of a sudden he departed when he left i felt vyakul and i opened my eyes and i could not see god i closed my eyes i could still not see god i became anxious in order to see him again i went to various holy places in bharatvarsh i went to the places of pilgrimage i practiced varieties of religiosity i engaged in multitudes of spiritual disciplines and sadhanas but god did not reveal himself to me again 40 years went by i was about to become nirash or despondent at that time i heard a voice from the sky the akashvani god said don't be dejected the first darshan i gave you was out of my causeless grace you did not deserve it sometimes something comes in free fund this was a darshan of god in free fund i did it to ignite in you narad 
the yearning to find me but as yet you are not qualified you are not there right now you need to prepare yourself more you need to practice more austerities and more discipline and more devotion apply yourself to spiritual sadhana don't worry my blessings are with you in your next life you will always be with me narad said with that message i became enthused and i did my bhakti with great sincerity and finally yearning for god i left my body narad says at that time brahma ji's day finished the end of the kalp and parts of creation they were back in the body of god the souls were there the night of brahma passed the next day of brahma i was born from his mind as the celestial sage narad i travel the three worlds i teach devotion to lord krishna and i sing the glories of krishna my life is blessed oh vedavyasi you do do the same right now a scripture that is full of the glories of god and full of this one message how to love god so vedavyas having received the instruction from narad did not write the bhagavata immediately he practiced austerities and he had darshan of god so it's not a theoretical book written or based on some theoretical ideas he actually saw god and then wrote from his realization but he still did not write it after darshan of god he had darshan of the souls who are suffering in maya and then he was moved to pity motivated by desire for compassion upon the souls who are suffering in this world of maya vedvyas he then wrote the shrimad bhagavat mahapurana this was his last scripture that is why it is considered supreme